Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Jar. My name's Chris, and uh, we're so glad you chose to hang out with us today. We're in a series called My Big Fat Mouth, and actually today is the uh, last teaching in this series. And so if you've missed any of them, uh, we'd encourage you to go ahead and check them out either on uh, the app or on the website as well. Uh, If you remember, in week one, we actually talked about complaining, week two, criticizing, week three, lying, and today, I want to talk about gossiping. Now, I'd like to begin this morning by giving you an old adage and seeing if you guys can complete it, okay? So all of you on the stream, we want you to join along. It's more fun uh, when you do that. Everybody in the balcony, uh, wake up. Here's your old adage, okay, uh, for this morning. Uh, If you can't say anything nice about another person, don't what? Yeah. If you can't say anything nice about another person, don't say anything at all. Now, Oscar Wilde, who was a great literary genius, said, that might be the adage, but this is the way it's actually lived out. He said this, if you can't say anything nice about a person, come over here and sit next to me. Right? Like... That's really what we want most of the time. We want to get the juice from somebody else. We want to get the goods about what somebody else, what's going on in their life to make us maybe look a little bit better. So just by a show of hands, how many of you know somebody who gossips a lot? Okay, just raise your hand. If you know a person who gossips a lot, okay, those of you that are on the stream, uh, all these people got their hands up, okay? Now, don't elbow the person beside you, okay, of who that person is. But every single one of us probably have heard some gossip just within this past week. Or maybe uh, you actually have a problem with your own mouth. That sometimes when things come to you or you make things up and you share it with other people. Folks, whatever the case may be, the reality is when it comes to gossip, it just kind of runs rampant. It's everywhere. It's all around us. It seems like it's happening all the time. Proverbs 18.8 says this. Rumors are dainty morsels that sink deep into one's heart. Dainty little morsels, right? Like those dainty little things, uh, that's what we like. And it's so easy for this to happen. We can be in a conversation, just a regular conversation with another person when the other person will go, did you hear about so-and-so? And we're like, no, I haven't heard about them. And they're like, oh, yeah, and they tell you a little bit more and a little bit more, and then you're like, well, what happened next? And then they tell you a little bit more and a little bit more, and then you think to yourself, well, does so-and-so know about this? And they tell you more, and pretty soon you're in this full-blown kind of gossip about another person because we just love dainty little morsels. We like little rumors about other people. Um, I can illustrate it a little bit like these little dainty morsels called peanut M&Ms. Now, my oldest daughter, Jordan, is allergic to peanuts, so we can't have these in our house. But when she's not in our house or my wife and I go away and we're not around them, we just eat these like we're addicted. I mean, 
we go to town on some M&Ms and we will just pop them in our mouth one after the other. I mean, Jen, sometimes her, her jaws get, you know, like she has trouble chewing because she's, she's eating so many. And, and I'll tell you what, if I ate one of these right now, folks, I could not stop in the next 10 minutes. It's tempting right now. I'm going to hold off. But, but I would just want to keep on eating them again and again. Because once I start with one, I just can't stop. I have to eat another one and another one and another one. It's just that much because I love those dainty little morsels. And that's exactly the way it is with gossip, isn't it? Somebody can come up to you and say, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? And you're like, oh, I want to hear more. And then they tell you a little bit more, and you're like, no, 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 I want more. And pretty soon they're sharing more and more and more, and you're like, oh, well, what's happened? And you consume all of this. You want all of the words because we love those dainty little morsels. And sometimes uh, we'll be like, you know what? I just don't want to keep it to talking about other people. I like to go on social media. And pretty soon I like to just type in a few things about people. And, you know, I might not use their names, but I might. And on Facebook or, you know, Instagram or TikTok, whatever it is, we go ahead and we put stuff out there because we like to pass on the gossip. Now, the funny thing about gossip is that the more that it's shared, the more that it changes. Have you ever noticed that? The more that gossip is shared, the more that it changes. It's like it starts over here with one thing, and by the time it gets all the way over here, it's totally, completely different than the first thing that was actually shared. A great way to kind of think about this is uh, the telephone game. Have you ever seen that before, where somebody will whisper into one person's ear, And then they'll whisper into the next and the next and the next. And it goes through this line. And by the time it gets to the last person, it's nowhere near the same thing. So what I did was I asked a few of my friends to kind of demonstrate this to us. And I'd like you to check out this video right now. You guys ready to play the telephone game? All right. Here's the first sentence. What did he say, Josh? Wasn't that great? I mean, it's just so funny how something can be shared and then pretty soon by the time it spreads itself around, it's something very different. But we think it's funny except if it's spread about us. Because once it's spread about us, it's not so funny whatsoever. And maybe some of you have experienced that before. You've 
actually lost a friendship because somebody said something about you and they spread it out there and it hurt. Maybe for some of you, you've actually been embarrassed by something that someone else shared and once it got out, it created a lot of pain. You see, folks, that's what gossip does. It stings. You know, we're getting ready to be in the season where kids or maybe you yourself, you'll walk barefoot out uh, in the grass. And have you ever got a bee sting before? And it's just like, ah, creates so much pain. That's what gossip does. And it hurts and it creates a lot of pain. So right now, what I'd like to do is talk about how gossip can hurt many different people. And here are just a few of the people that gossip can hurt. The first person that gossip can hurt, this is your first fill-in, either in your program or on the app, is this. It hurts the people that it's spoken about. Gossip hurts the people it's actually spoken about. Proverbs 16, 28 says this, A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. And man, some of you know exactly what that's like, don't you? You had someone in your life who you thought you could trust. And so you told them one time, you know what? I've got a crush on this person. And you're like, but I'm, you know, kind of nervous and anxious. So I don't want you to say anything. And, and so you have this crush, you tell this person and this person can't keep their mouth shut and they begin to start telling other people and the word gets out and nothing ever came about the crush. But what happened was that it destroyed that relationship, that friendship that you had experienced. Maybe, uh, you were a person who was addicted to something. And you wanted to keep it kind of on the down low because you were seeking some help. And you went and you shared it with somebody else. And that person just began to start telling other people. And it affected your recovery. And it broke apart that friendship. Maybe in your marriage, uh, you actually went to a person, maybe another Christian. And you said, hey, I'm going through some marriage stuff. And I wondered if you could pray for me. And then that person went out and said, you know what? Karen and Michael are having some issues. Now, she told me not to tell anybody else. Don't you just love that when people, they told me not to tell anybody else. Well, why are you telling me? They told me not to tell anyone else, but they're having some marriage issues. But you know what? Let's not tell anybody. Let's pray to the Lord just together. And pretty soon what happens is that word gets back to your spouse and your spouse hears it and all of a sudden it blows everything up because gossip hurts. Gossip causes pain. Well, gossip hurts the person that it's spoken to, so just don't do that. Kind of the second person that gossip hurts is the listener. Gossip actually hurts the listener. And you're like, what? It hurts the listener? Really? Yeah. Look what scripture says. It says this, wrongdoers eagerly listen to gossip. Liars pay close attention to slander. Wrongdoers eagerly listen to gossip. Liars pay close attention to slander. Simply put, folks, if you listen to gossip, you are doing wrong. When you listen to it from another person, it is wrong. Wrongdoers listen to gossip. Gossip. 
And folks, here's the truth that I want you to get today. What you permit, you promote. Whatever it is that you permit in your life, you promote. And so when another person is gossiping and talking about somebody in your life, they're putting down maybe a family member, they're putting down a friend, they're putting down an acquaintance, they're putting down a coworker. It happens in the workplace all the time. Someone starts talking about someone else and talking about their stuff. Every time you do that and you're listening to it, you are doing wrong. You do wrong when you listen to gossip. So, Gossip hurts the person it's spoken about. Gossip hurts the listener. And then finally, gossip hurts the speaker. Gossip actually hurts the speaker. Proverbs 25 uh, says this. When arguing with your neighbor, don't betray another person's secret. Others may accuse you of gossip and you will never regain your good reputation. Whoa! Like one little piece of gossip, just one little dainty morsel. When you give that away and you share it to someone else, it can actually crush an entire lifetime of you building a good reputation. And when you start gossiping, what happens is people accuse you of that and everything that you've lived your life to try to build up that you're not a gossip, you've got a person who is a person of reputation, of good reputation, it can get destroyed immediately. Now, the truth is, I've never known uh, a person who gossips or who tears other people down, and I think to myself, I want to be just like them. I want to be just like that person. Man, the way they tear into people, the way they badmouth other people, that's who I want to be like. And you're like, no, 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 no. That's not the kind of person I want to be at all. And I don't know about you, but when I hear people who are like that, this is what I begin to start wondering. When I'm not around their circle Do they talk about me? And let me just let you know this. If you have a gossip in your life and you listen to it and you're around it regularly, what happens is when they stop gossiping to you, guess what happens next? They start gossiping about you. When a gossip stops talking to you, what they will do is they will start talking about you. I have a friend of mine uh, who's a a pastor uh, in Texas, and uh, he's a great guy. And we were talking one day about gossips and people that couldn't hold confidence. And he had this uh, kind of phrase that he used and I just thought it was so great. He said, when you have a person who's a gossip or you have a person who is someone that tears other people down, they can't hold confidence. You know what they can't do, Chris? They can't hold water. They can't hold water. What do you mean they can't hold water? Have you ever tried to hold water in your hands before? You can't hold it very long until it starts seeping out and around and all over the place. You can't hold water. And I'm telling you, when you're around a person who talks a lot, way more than they should, 
or they gossip in different ways, you better keep your mouth shut because you know what? That person cannot hold water. They don't hold water to bring healing or goodness to someone else. They are torching people all around them. So, when it comes to that, this is what we know. Who does gossip hurt? Gossip hurts the person it's spoken about. Gossip hurts the listener. Gossip hurts the speaker. And this is kind of your big idea this morning, and it's this. Gossip hurts everybody. Gossip hurts everybody. There's no one that gossip doesn't hurt. When you gossip, when it is like spewed out in some way, it's kind of like a virus. Has anyone heard anything about a virus in the past couple of years? Yeah, right? Like we've heard all about viruses over the past couple of years. And gossip, I'm telling you, is like a virus. Once it starts, it spreads and it creates all kinds of damage. And if you're around a person who's a gossip, you know what you'll find? They'll never wear a mask. They, gossips love to take off the mask and tell everything to everybody. And the virus just spreads every single place you can imagine. And it can destroy people. It can actually kill people sometimes because of gossip. So, how can you control gossip? How can you stop gossiping, maybe just for this week? You know, not forever, but but because some of you are really good at it. You know what I mean? Like, you got a PhD in gossip, you know? But maybe just this week, you could start, maybe it would move into two weeks, three weeks, a month, a year, maybe the rest of your life. So, here's two practical tools to stop gossiping. First of all, Guard your ears. Guard your ears. I read an article recently from a psychological magazine, and the article's title was really, really cool. And I was like, man, that's intriguing. And this was the title. How to stop gossip with one question. Think about that. How to stop gossip with one question. Would any of you like to know how to stop gossip with one question? Anybody? Anybody? Well, too bad. I'm not going to tell you today. No, I'm joking. I'm going to tell you. Okay, here's the question that they came up with. It's this. Why are you telling me this? Why are you telling me this? And what they found is that when someone starts gossiping and you ask this question, why are you telling me this? that it causes the person to stop and they have to take a mental inventory of like, why am I opening my mouth right now? Why do I think it's so important for me to share this? Why am I choosing to say these words in this moment? Now, this is a really good question. You know, why are you telling me this? But for some of you, you're like, that is way too abrasive for me. I would never be that direct. I could never tell another person, like, why are you telling me this? Um, so for those of you who are like, hey, I want a different approach. Do you have one? I do. And I was thinking about it. You could ask this question. Have you told 
so-and-so this. In other words, when they're talking about whoever the person is, you just ask them, well, have you told Sam this? And this is what you'll find. 99% of the time, you know what the person's going to say? No, I haven't told him at all. And what you tell them is like, well, I'm not going to listen to this anymore until you talk to Sam. Jesus actually gave us this lesson in Matthew 18. He said, if you've got an issue with another person, go to the person. Go directly to the person. Matthew 18. You want to save on counseling? Go ahead, write that down. Matthew 18. It will save so much because Jesus gives it very clearly. If you want to particularly, Matthew 18, verse 15 to 21. But it tells us a three-step process of how to deal with conflict in your life. And you'll save thousands of dollars. That's good, right? No, you want to spend thousands of dollars. Is that what you want to do? No, no, no. Just do that. I'm telling you, it will change the way you look at it. Now, some of you I know right now are like, hey, Chris, I like the questions. I think that's really good. But I'm telling you, I've got somebody in my life. It's in my family. It's a friend. It's a coworker. Like if I even ask the questions, they would gossip over the questions. They would just keep talking because they cannot keep their big fat mouth shut. They would just keep talking over that person. What do I do then? Well, when it comes to this, folks, what we have to do is we have to set boundaries. We actually have to distance ourselves sometimes, sometimes, not very often, but sometimes you actually have to sever whatever that relationship is. And this is the biblical kind of mandate for that, the biblical principle. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 19 says this, a gossip goes around telling secrets, so don't hang around with chatterers. Folks, people that just like to chat, 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 chat all the time, don't hang around those kind of people. There was a doll, you know, way back in the 1950s called Chatty Kathy, Okay. Chatty Kathy, Chatty Kathy, you pulled this string and it's like, that's what some people are like. They're Chatty Kathy's or they're Chatty Caleb's. Oh, Caleb's not here today, is he? So we can talk about him, right? Like, no, 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 that's what, that's what happens, right? So the first thing is you guard your ears. The second thing, if you want to stop gossip in your life, is you close your mouth. You close your mouth. Now, I was thinking we're ending our series today, and what I wanted to do was give you a scripture verse that you can actually use that summarizes this entire series. So, we're going to actually memorize a verse today, okay? So, all of you that are on the stream right now, join along. It's more fun. Balcony people, wake up up there, okay? Uh, Everybody here in the auditorium, uh, let's do this as well, okay? And this is the way that you memorize a scripture verse. First of all, you say it out loud. Now, you might not want to have a whole lot of people around you because they're going to talk about you, right? But you say it out loud. And what you do is you give the reference of the verse first, you say it out loud, and then the reference of where it's located in the Bible. So, It's going to come up on the side screen. It'll be on your uh, screen as well, uh, those of you that are on the stream. And so we're going to do this out loud together, okay? So let's say it out loud together. Proverbs 20, that means you come with me, okay? That, like, we're doing it together. We're all doing it together, okay? 
Proverbs 21, 23. Watch your tongue, keep your mouth shut, and you'll stay out of trouble. Proverbs 21, 23. Okay, let's do it again, okay? You're doing good. Proverbs 21, 23. Watch your tongue, keep your mouth shut, and you'll stay out of trouble. Proverbs 21, 23. Okay, one last time. Let's do it one more time. Here we go. Proverbs 21, 23. Watch your tongue, keep your mouth shut, and you'll stay out of trouble. Now, let's take it off the screen. You are not going to get it now. Now, I'm asking you, everybody on the stream, join me as well. Proverbs 21, 23. What does it say? It says, watch your tongue, keep your mouth shut, and you'll stay out of trouble. Congratulations. Some of you just memorized your first verse. You know, it's like, good. And this is what I need you to know. Some of you are going to need that this week. In fact, some of you might need it today. Watch your tongue, keep your mouth shut, and you'll stay out of trouble. So if you ever find yourself feeling the need to share something with another person, like you just can't keep it, it's a tiny, dainty little morsel, just ask yourself this, would I want someone to share that similar information if I was not around? Would I want someone to share what I'm talking about to someone else? In other words, it's the biblical principle that Jesus gives us in Luke 6, 31. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Man, that's another one you could memorize, you know? Man, two of them. Luke 6, 31. You know, do unto others what you would have them do unto you. Keep your mouth shut. Do unto others what you would have them do unto you. So when you're speaking to some other person and that other person is not around, you have to ask yourself, would I want to speak what I'm getting ready to say to this person? Would I want someone to say about that about me? If I wasn't around that person. Folks, when we start to do these kind of things, when we guard our ears and we close our mouth, we actually can not only stop gossip, we can kill gossip. We can destroy all gossip. So what are we going to do? We're going to guard our ears. We're going to close our mouth. We're going to watch our tongue. We're going to keep our mouth shut so that we stay out of trouble. That's what we're going to do. Several years ago, a person came up to me and uh, they talked about this term, good gossip. Good gossip. I was like, good gossip? Like, good golly almighty. You know, like, like, what is good gossip? And they said, well, good gossip is where you make a commitment never to actually say anything bad about anyone else, but you gossip all the good things to everybody. You just constantly are telling other people about good stuff that you heard. Like my wife loves this when I practice good gossip. Someone says something about her and I go, hey, Jen, you know what? Someone said this. She's like, oh, that's great. That's good gossip, you know, and and everyone wants to hear that. Everyone wants to hear good gossip. Last Friday, uh, we found out a friend of ours, um, their daughter, 
her name's Noemi. She actually uh, won the regional spelling bee uh, here at Ball State, and she went on to the national spelling bee in Washington, D.C. And uh, when I heard this, I was like so excited and so pumped about this that I picked up the phone and I called my oldest daughter, Jordan, who plays soccer with Noemi. And I said, did you hear about Noemi? And she's like, no, dad, I, I didn't hear. I said, she's going to the national spelling bee. She's like, oh, dad, that's awesome. I'm like, you know what? That is such good news. You should tell other people. And so they had this team meal with all of their 17 other players. And Jordan, to her credit, she stood up and she said, hey, everybody, you know what? Uh, I want you to know that no, Amy made it to the National Spelling Bee. And at first people, you know, their soccer players are like, oh, cool, man. She's like, no, 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 like this is a big thing. Like she made it to the National Spelling Bee. And they're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And he's like, yeah. And pretty soon those 17 kids start telling their parents and their parents start telling other people. And it's like spreading all of this really, really good, good gossip. And so then I went to my wife and I was like, man, I got one on her. I know something she doesn't know. And this is good gossip. And so I picked up the phone. I said, hey, Jen, did you hear about Noemi? And she said this, oh yeah, you mean that she uh, made it to the National Spelling Bee? I don't like that woman sometimes, you know. (laughs) I just want to reach through that phone and like, you know, like what's going on in the midst of that? And she goes, oh, yeah, I knew about that. I've already sent a text to the parents, and I've texted some other people. And all of a sudden, this thing just, like, started spreading everywhere all over the place because it was good gossip. Now, this is what I want you to think about. Folks, if it's easy to spread bad gossip, isn't it just as easy to spread good gossip? And it doesn't have to be about you. It can be about anyone. Man, I have an amazing dentist. I have an amazing doctor. I have an amazing coworker. I have an amazing, uh, you know, person that works with me. I have an amazing neighbor. And you start gossiping and telling about everyone else, about whoever that person is, and you change the context of the culture that we currently live in. You just give good gossip. And let me tell you this, folks, it's much more fun. It is so much more fun to give good gossip than it is bad gossip. And it doesn't do any damage. It only does good. So this is your take-home message for you today. And it's this. Open your mouth with good gossip and close your mouth to bad gossip. Open your mouth to talk about other people and the great things that are happening in their life and keep your mouth closed to the stuff that maybe is not so great. And folks, when this happens, what takes place is your heart gets transformed. And once God has your heart, then he can get your mouth. The problem is, is until God gets your heart, he will never get your big fat mouth. So you have to allow him to transform your heart so that your mouth follows. And instead of complaining and criticizing and lying and gossiping, what you begin to start speaking into other people is life and truth and goodness and hope. You know, when you allow God, folks, to control your heart, to transform your heart, what happens is your words do begin to change. And you begin to go around people and you're like, you can do this. 
You got this. I'm for you. I'm with you. And maybe it sounds something like this. Maybe for some of you, it would sound like this. You go up to someone and you practice good gossip and you say, you know what? Kevin was just telling me not too long ago that you are a great leader. You are an amazing leader and you've got so much wisdom. And then the person's like, they really said that? Have you ever noticed that when you hear something good, you're like, did they really say that? You want to know more. And when it's gossip about yourself or someone putting you down, you don't want to hear that. So maybe for you, it'd sound like that. Maybe for some of you, it would sound something like this. You know what? I was just listening and um, Janet told me that you are such an amazing servant in the workplace. You just serve so well. You give of yourself to other people. And she said she wants to be more like you. They're like, really? You're like, yeah, yeah, they want to be more like you. And then you have an opportunity. Think about this. If they said, man, this is what I heard. They're like, why are you telling me this? And you say, well, you know what? There's this guy named Jesus that that's what he does in my life all the time. He's constantly giving me good gossip about my life, that he loves me, he's for me, he's with me, and he wants that to spread, and I want good gossip to spread in your life as well. So, this week, what are we going to do? We're going to guard our ears and close our mouth. We're going to watch our tongue and keep our mouth shut so that we don't get into trouble and we're going to practice good gossip everywhere we go so that we speak life and truth into other people. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this series. Thank you for reminding us, God, how powerful our mouths can be and how important it is, God, to keep them shut. That so many times we just say things or we talk about things or we gossip about other people and it just causes damage. So God, we pray in Jesus' name that you would help us, Lord, to speak life and truth in each day that we walk through this week. Now, today, maybe there are some of you and you would have to say, you know what, Chris? Honestly, I don't always speak life and truth to other people. Sometimes I complain. Sometimes I, you know, kind of have a tendency to criticize. Sometimes I'll lie about something. Sometimes I'll talk about somebody else. But you're like, I want to change. And this series has been good for me, Chris, but, but I need God's help to be able to, to not gossip. And uh, if today you're sitting there and you're like, I want to be that kind of person. I'm going to go through the rest of my life not gossiping, not talking about other people. I want to be able to only build each other up to give life. If you're saying, God, I want you to help me to do that. I want to be that kind of person. And I hope it would be all of us that you would just raise your hand and say, yep, that's me. I want to be better at watching my mouth of giving good gossip, not bad gossip. Let me pray for you right now. Loving God, thank you for each hand that's raised. And this week, God, when we're tempted to 
speak or listen to gossip, God, help us to know how to turn away from that. Remind us, God, to watch our tongue, to keep our mouth shut so that we stay out of trouble. And instead of getting sucked into bad gossip, God, would you help us to be able to give good gossip away, encouraging words, words that build up, words that lift others' soul. Help us, God, to speak life and love and truth to people who will be in our path this week. And we pray, God, that you would do a new work within us, that our mouths would be pleasing to you and would be pleasing to the people around us as we speak this week. And I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. You can put your hand down. Now, maybe some of you are sitting there right now. Maybe some of you are watching this on the stream right now. And the truth is you've been listening to bad gossip about yourself for far too long. The evil one who we learned last week is the greatest liar just constantly is telling you, you are not enough. And how could you think that God would ever forgive you or want a relationship with you for the things that you've said, the things that you've done? And some of you have just been listening to way too much bad gossip about yourself from the evil one. And so today, what I want to do is I want to give you some good gossip. And the good gossip is this, folks. Jesus loves you. He's head over heels in love with you. He thinks about you all the time. He's always for you. He never walks away. He never kind of kicks you to the curb when you walk away from him. He is constantly, constantly with you and for you. He loved you so much that he went to a cross. He died on it. Three days later, he came to life again so that we might have abundant life with him forever. And he says, not only can I transform your mouth, I can transform your heart if you'll give it to me. And maybe today some of you are at a point in your life where you're like, that's me. Or you're ready to recommit and say, Jesus, I need you. I need your love. I need your forgiveness. I need your grace. I need your second chance in my life. And if that's you, I'm going to invite you to simply repeat a prayer after me. All of you that are on the stream to join me as well as we pray this prayer. It's not my prayer, but it's your prayer to God. And if you feel comfortable doing so, I invite you to simply repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. Make me brand new. I believe you died and rose again so I could live with you. Fill me with your spirit so I could know you, serve you, and follow you for the rest of my life. My life is not my own. Today I give it to you. Thank you for new life. Now you have mine. In Jesus' name I pray.